Hello, everybody. I am your host, Michael Lombardo. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. Like I always say, I'm grateful to be with you guys here today. I like to open up with scripture, and I want to get right into it today. Um, I just I want to honor the you know the time of my guests, and I really just want you know as much time as possible for the content here. And so I want to dive into a scripture that I really believe highlights what we're going to be sharing about today. And it's scripture that I absolutely love, and it's near and dear to my heart. It's been a foundation for my life and 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 me and my wife's ministry. But it's Romans ten seventeen. This is the Apostle Paul, and he says, "Faith comes by hearing, and hearing through the Word of Christ." So many of us want to know how to build our faith, and I'm so grateful that I grew up in a church. And I grew up around believers who were adamant about the power of God's word, how to speak the word, how to memorize the word, how to walk in the word, how to confess the word, sing the word. It was all about the word of God. And I know so many people don't have that experience, but I'm grateful that I stepped into that as a new believer. And the more I meditated on the word, the more I spoke the word, the more my faith was built and the more I was able to activate the very power of the word of God for my everyday life. And so I want to I wanna get into this. I've got an amazing guest on the show today. Um, her name is Patricia King. She is a respected apostolic and prophetic minister of the gospel. She's also a successful business owner um, and an entrepreneur. She is an accomplished uh, itinerant speaker. She's an author. She has a television program. She is a media producer and, um, uh, and a ministry network overseer. And she's given her life to the gospel of Jesus Christ and his kingdom advancement all around the world. She is the founder of Patricia King Ministries and the co-founder of xpmedia.com. Thank you, Patricia, for joining me today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. And I'm excited about our topic today. (laughs) Every time I talk to you, just the joy of the Lord is in my heart. You just carry the presence of God and the Holy Spirit is always flowing. You just, um, you're just a powerful woman. So thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. We're living in such um, an intense day, aren't we? And uh, yeah. there's so many things that are uncertain as far as yeah. the world goes. But in the kingdom, we have absolute certainty because of who we serve. Amen. You are absolutely right about that. And for those for those who maybe don't know a whole lot about your ministry, not familiar with your story, I, I would really love to just hear how you encountered the Lord. This, you know, the show is called Awaken Podcast, and I love to ask people how they were first awakened to the love of God and how they encountered the Lord for the first time. Can you can you share with us a little bit about that? Yeah, I um, actually uh, grew up in a family that were not churchgoers, but they sent the children to church every Sunday because <laughs> um, they partied on Saturday night. <laughs> so it was a way that they could sleep in Sunday morning. Yeah. So I had the blessing of being in church. Uh, Sunday school every Sunday, learning about Jesus and how kind he was. And of course, we learned about Moses and, you know, Uh different Bible stories, uh, but didn't get born again until I was in my 20s. And at that particular time, I was um, just a mess. I had made wrong choices in my life. I was just uh, ripped up, torn up, broken Mm -hmm. up. I was a mess. And the night that Jesus came into my heart was, um, you know, a, a memorable night for sure. I remember saying to him, I have nothing to give to you, but some people told me about you. And um, I don't know if you would accept me in my mass, but they said you did for them. So would you do it for me? And he didn't hesitate. He just came in. It was like liquid love came into my life and um, that transformed me. I actually felt his love uh, enter in. I felt all guilt and shame leave. 
and I knew that I was a brand new person from that point. So over the next few days, I got uh, filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, I couldn't put my Bible down. My, you know, uh, pastor who had been at the Bible study the night before gave me a Bible. I couldn't put it down. I was reading it up to 12, 14 times a day, <laughs> or, or 12 to 14 hours a day, sure. I mean. Yeah. And, um, and, and it was just an amazing time. I went out and shared, shared his love with everybody I could find. Um, so that's how I came to the Lord, um, out of brokenness into the light. It was wonderful. I just love it. It's like a light switch that goes on, right? The light of Christ pours into our hearts. The Absolutely. darkness just leaves. We see with brand new eyes. Everything that was there all along, he was there all along, but we were just, you know, blind to him, you know, and then he just comes exactly. alive. Yeah, he just comes alive in our hearts. And there's this insatiable hunger. When you encounter the Lord, he is so good. He is so beautiful. He is so holy. He is so loving that you just, it's just impossible to say no. You just, you just want to serve him and you want to tell everybody that you know about him. And, and I just love that, that, that part of the story. So good. Yeah. And even everyone who's listening right now to this podcast, you know, if you're listening and you don't know Jesus as your savior, this story is for you, that he loves you, you know, and there is, there is no place that you've gone um, that he can't redeem you from. There's no choices you've made that he can't cleanse and free you from. And he is so amazing. When you call on his name, he comes into your heart, comes into your life. He makes you a new person. It is tangible as well. Many people think this is just a faith that's completely blind. And yes, there is faith and you trust and we, and we walk by faith, not by sight. But when you cling to him and when you call on him, he answers and he makes himself known. He reveals himself to our heart. Not one person can convince me. I don't care how much studying they've done. I don't care if they're a scientist with every explanation in the world. No one can convince me that God's not real and Jesus is is not his son. No one can convince me of these things because I know him. How amazing is that? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so beautiful. Well, praise God. That's really, and I, and you just released a book um, called the power of decree with, uh, with chosen books. And, you know, in an age where there's a real attack on the word of God, many believers, honestly, that I know hardly even read the word, let alone confess it on a regular basis, you know, and there's theologies and there's ministries diminishing or even denying the power of the word or even the Old Testament. They're trying to throw away the Old Testament. And there's all this debate and kind of attack on the word of God. And to me, honestly, it's a proof that the word of God really is a powerful weapon that we need every day in our lives because the enemy has been attacking it so, so, so severely. Tell me your, tell me your thoughts about that. Cause I know you write a lot about it in your book. Yeah, and I want to go back, Michael, to maybe um, the testimony of how it got started yeah. for me, the love for the Word. As I shared, the moment that I got born again, I had a love for the Word. I couldn't put it down because mm -hmm. every time I opened up that Bible, yeah. God would speak to me through it, right? And so I love the Word of God. I love the Scriptures. But what happened um, uh, early in our uh, walk is that I was watching a, a, a television program, actually, where um, an, an evangelist was sharing, and the message was, um, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. <laughs> and something happened mm -hmm. to me at that moment, that it was the reality of that. It's a very simple truth, but the reality of that came into my heart and made me more hungry, not only to read the Word, but to believe it and to receive it into my life. And I thought this word, this handbook for life will settle any issue that I'm facing. 
So it was years later when my husband and I were called by the Lord to live with no visible means of support. The Lord called us out of our out of our careers, actually, and put us on the mission field. And he said, I'm going to teach you how to live with no visible means of financial support, that you're going to go right to me. You're not going to talk to anyone about your needs. You're just going to go directly to me. And so we were excited about the opportunity to do that. But in that journey, we got hit hard um, because we were believing the word, but not seeing the manifestation of what Mm -hmm. we were believing for right away. So there was some discouragement during that season where my husband in particular felt discouraged because as the provider for the family, um, even though we were seeing, you know, God definitely, you know, meeting our needs every day as far as we never went hungry, um, you know, every night before we went to bed, we'd had food in our, our bellies. And of course, our our bills were paid in that, but it was just this discouragement as yeah. as a man. and. He, it was the first time I ever saw him depressed. Sure. And I said, wow, you know, you've got to get up out of bed. He didn't even want to get up, up out of bed. Mm. So I actually felt led by the Spirit to make decrees of the Word of God. And a decree is an official um, uh, a statement made with governmental authority. And so when you're decreeing the Word, you're decreeing in the name of the King of all kings. It is his word. And it says in Job twenty two twenty eight that when you decree a thing, it will be established and light will shine on all your ways. In Esther 8, 8, it says when you make a decree in the name of a king, it shall not be revoked. And so when we use the word of God, which is God's authoritative word and speak that forth, um, it, it has power in it. So I wrote out this page of decrees for my husband that he would say, you know, I'm, I'm the head, not the tail. I'm, I'm, I'm a victor in Christ and all those things. Yeah. And I made him say it. And at first he didn't even want to, Sure. but I made him say it. And then I made him say it again. And by the third time he read through those decrees, I felt a shift in the spirit and he yeah. got up out of bed, uh, went throughout his day. I, I made him share those decrees a few times throughout that day. And it literally broke off of him the oppression that the enemy had attacked him with, we got our faith rejuvenated, went on, and of course saw God's word over and over and over again, bring breakthrough. But that particular event uh, really revealed to me the power of the, the spoken decree of the Word of God. And since that time, we've seen children set free. We've seen um, people who have had addiction set free just by simply decreeing the Word over them. Even family members who do not know the Lord and who are rebellious and resistant and everything, making decrees over their life in the Spirit, um, just aligning with God's word concerning his will for them. And we've seen these things come to pass. So it's so powerful. And I believe, Michael, this is one of the most powerful tools for any believer, especially in the area, um, you know, if you're an intercessor um, or if you want to, you know, settle issues, not only in your own life, but even in the world that we're living in, we yeah. need to send that word out. And it says in Isaiah fifty-five eleven that when you... Um, you send out the word, it doesn't return void. It accomplishes everything that it's sent to do. So it's almost like sending missiles out and uh, just just bombing the works of the enemy. (laughs) I love that you share those scriptures because you're you're giving us a biblical basis for the power of decree. This isn't some mystical revelation. This is from the word of God 
clear as day in these scriptures, showing us the power of decree. And you know, my, my parents, when I was at the height of my rebellion, I wanted nothing to do with God. They would come together, they would hold hands, and they would speak the word of God over me. They would say, he is a man of God. He is a, he is a man after God's own heart. He loves righteousness and he hates wickedness. Therefore, he's anointed with the oil of joy above all his companions. They would speak the word of God, even though it was, I was not living like that. I was, not, I was nowhere near that in the natural, but they were speaking my identity and they were speaking the word of God and they were decreeing it. And decrees in and of itself have power, but also just the fact that, you know, the scripture I read earlier in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So even as you speak the word, you're hearing it. And as you hear it, faith is arising in our heart and faith is what brings a breakthrough and a manifestation of, of that word that we're believing and standing on. And so I just, I just believe that is, this is essential for believers. This for me has been has been a foundation in my life, and um, amen, amen. And so I know, like, when it comes to positive decrees, people are speaking the word of God, and I believe in the power of this. But there's so many believers that even just what do, what do you think about negative decrees? People that are always confessing negative things over themselves, like you know, it's hard for us sometimes to always. You know, my pastor in New Jersey used to say, if someone said ne- something negative around him, he would say, "Do you want to touch and agree on that?" And he would try to he would try to grab their hands, you know, but like I'm sick or I'm oh, I'm always I'm stupid or, you know, because if our positive decrees have power, our negative ones do as well. Right. Yeah. Any any law of God uh, will work uh, for good or for evil. And we mm-hmm. choose and we're taught in the scripture uh, to watch over what comes out of our mouth, that blessing and curse can come can come out of the same mouth, but it's not supposed to. Yeah. And I think that, Michael, especially right now, right now in the day that we're in where, where there's so much uncertainty and so much negativity being proclaimed over media, that it is very important for believers to decree the truth. And to put the truth out there, because when media is reporting things, they're reporting them as though they have authority to declare uh, what is truly happening. And a lot of it is just based on lies. Mm -hmm. And so we know the scripture is based on truth. And we need to proclaim the truth. And truth will swallow up lies. But if we're not speaking it, for example, if believers are decreeing out of their own mouth, um, coming into alignment with with the enemy's plan, saying, oh, everything's going to tank, everything's going to go terrible, um, everything's going to fall apart, all of that, then, um, then um, uh, yeah. we, we are going to be in, in, in sad shape. So we need mm-hmm. to create um, in the atmosphere an impregnation of the Word of God, just send it out all the time, decree it out, put it out there, put the truth out there, um, because it is so powerful, and it will expel darkness. Yeah. I love in your book how you have these prophetic decrees in your book from the Word of God, but you also have testimony after testimony of people Mm -hmm. who have embraced this message, you Mm -hmm. know, implemented in their life and seen the breakthrough, because Honestly, you know, testimonies are prophesying to people that, hey, listen, if this happened for, you know, God's not a respecter of persons. If Patricia King had the exactly. breakthrough, if, uh, if if Michael Lombardo got the breakthrough, then then me as well, you know, in God's eyes, we're all, we're all his children. And I just, I absolutely love that about your book. You share testimony after testimony. I would love maybe just share maybe another story or two of just how, you know, um, how you saw breakthrough take place as, as um, decrees from his word have come forth. 
Yeah, let me share this one because I feel that um, some who are listening will be able to put this into practice right away and yeah. it will really help them have breakthrough for their loved ones. Sure. But um, I met a woman in a conference I was speaking at uh, once who was standing at our book, book table and she said, please pray for my daughter. She's been in a, a, a crack addiction for over 13 years. Hmm. And uh, I know that she's got a call of God on her life, but she's just going downhill. She's been in and out of jail, all these things. And she said, I've been praying for her for the 13 years that she's been in this addiction, but it just gets worse and worse. And she said, I'm so anxious about it now. And I said, maybe it would be good for you not to pray anymore. Why don't you just decree? And so I gave her a little book that I have on decrees with scriptural decrees in it. And I said, it'll take you about an hour a day to decree every one of these decrees over your daughter every day. But I said, I guarantee you that the word will not return void. And so um, she took that book and she decreed it over her daughter every day. Mm -hmm. Well, the next time I went back into that region, she was there. And this was like months later. This This was not just overnight. Um, but she came up to me at the the book table again, and she says, "Do you do you remember me?" And I said, "Absolutely." And she says, "Well, my daughter just last week came to me, and she said I've been saying these decrees every single day, and she came to me, and for the very first time in in 15 years, she has said that she uh, wants to end this lifestyle and get some help." Yeah. And so she said, "Would you?" Uh, take her into your care because we had a a restoration house back then. And I said, yes, we will take her in. But the beauty of it is that this girl with 15 years of crack addiction, by the time she came to us, 15 years of crack addiction in and out of jails, prisons, everything, uh, getting involved with everything imaginable on the streets. She came and she got um, completely free from her addiction without withdrawal. And she connected with God and her calling. She got her heart healed. She had given birth to three children during her addiction that she never got to raise. They were taken from her. And she had a restoration of those relationships. She had a dream to get married uh, to a godly man and have children that she could actually raise. God fulfilled that desire. And she's in full-time ministry today doing extremely well with her husband and her two beautiful children and a restored relationship with the other three. And that all came because of the equity in the spirit that takes place when you make decrees. So her mother, for all those months, over and over, every day, sending out the word over her daughter, and she never um, prayed another prayer. She said, I didn't pray, I just decreed. And she said, and I, and I didn't try to convince my daughter to turn around. I just let God's word yeah. do it all. Mm. And there she is. And it's just been amazing. So, um, and, and that's not just a fresh testimony. That actually happened um, probably about eight years ago now. Mm-hmm. And she is still walking free. I'm telling wow. you, this is a sustained freedom. Yeah. And so, I mean, we've seen over and over and over God uh, set people free, children who are struggling with um, uh, problems at school. um, We've seen them get set free just by parents decreeing and even playing decree. We have a a CD for uh, children as decrees for children. And many children have been ministered to in the night just by going to sleep with that decree so Mm -hmm. it's so powerful michael the decree of the word is so powerful (laughs) amen and even just you know examples and these aren't like 
you know, just, just an example of like, I remember when my first few years of being saved, I did tons of missionary trips and I wasn't, I was in Bible school and I didn't have any money and I was going on mission trips and, um, people would say, Oh, do you have all your support yet? And, and you could always say, yeah, you know, no, not yet, but you know, I hope God provides and you know, and you could just, but I remember I just felt a conviction in my heart to be like, you know what, in, in the natural, I don't have everything yet, but God's my provider. You know, it's, you know, you just, you just speak that, Hey, listen, and I know, I know that I'm going to have it all God God is hundred percent my provider. And so, yeah, you know, and you just, you don't let the negative come out of your mouth, but you only just speak the word and align your mouth with the word of God. And even just like my wife, you know, one great thing that God has done through my wife, my God's done amazing things through my wife and her ministry. I love that she, she actually received an impartation to speak life into, into women's wombs that are having a hard time conceiving. And there's just even the power of speaking life into a womb, you know, and declaring over, you know, Absolutely. putting your hand and declaring over a womb life. And, you know, we've seen, I can't even, I think it's been 10 or 12 just, you know, recently where my wife has, and, and now, you know, and seen the breakthrough where, where women were able to have, you know, be, you know, get pregnant and, but it's not, you know, it's not saying God, you know, if it's, if it be your will or God, you know, if you. If you desire, you know, it's saying, no, I believe in the word of God. I know what the word of God says. We have the power to decree a thing and to see its manifestation. So it's confidence, not in self. It's confidence, not in the prayer. It's confidence in the word of God and declaring the word of God over, you know, maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's, um, you know, the womb of, 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 of your wife who's having a hard time, you know, getting pregnant. Maybe it's over a body that's sick for healing, but it's confidently declaring the word of God because the word of God is our inheritance. We've inherited, you know, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, whether we feel it or not, whether we're experiencing, you know, experiencing it or not, it is ours. And I know, I know there is some people that might be listening to this, Patricia, I'd love for you to maybe talk about this for a minute or two, is that some people just say, no, that's just name it and claim it. That's just a bunch of, you know, and they just don't, they just don't believe it. You know, they just, they're just not for, what would you say to someone who maybe their heart's open and they're humble and they and they want to believe this. Their hearts longing for this, but at the same time, they're a little bit skeptical. Well, I think we have to go back to the very character of God, right? Yeah, God is not a man that he should lie. Mm. He tells the truth. Jesus yeah. said he is the truth. And would God give us a promise, a covenant promise, one that was secured for us through Jesus Christ? Would God's own words say that we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places? And then we could go to Second Peter um, chapter 1, verse 2 to 4 as well, where it says that, that we have been blessed with everything that pertains to life and to godliness in addition to all the great precious promises. Wow. And so would God reveal that to us and state that? And give that to us and then turn around and say, ha ha, I was just kidding. That was just a tease. I don't really mean it. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I think that when we're looking at the kingdom of God, Jesus 2,000 years ago died on that cross to cut a covenant. And it was a covenant of blessing between God and man. And when we come into Christ, all the blessings of God, the scripture says us that they are yes and amen. They're all ours. And so the banquet feast has been set. But if we don't use our faith connector to take those blessings and receive them into our own life, even though they're for us, 
they won't do us any good. Mm -hmm. It's the same with the promise of salvation is for every single human being. It's not just for a few. When Jesus died on the cross, he didn't just die for you and I, Michael. He died Mm -hmm. for the whole world. He died for everyone, for every single sinner. Over the ages, he died for everyone. And the promise of salvation has already, the work that was done to secure that salvation has already been finished. It's done. And yet, there's so many people that won't experience that salvation simply because they did not receive it with faith. Mm. And that's the same with every single promise. So God's Word, you know, we have to come back to honoring God's Word. Because when we honor His Word, we honor Him. It would be like someone that you really respect. Let's say your own natural father said to you, son, I'm going to give you a new car. And you just say, well, I'll believe it when I see it, Dad. Sure. That's saying that you don't, that's saying that you don't trust him, that you don't think that he'll come through with what he said. And mm-hmm. some fathers in the natural might have that kind of weakness, but our Heavenly Father doesn't, and we should never shame him for that. Mm-hmm. And we should never dishonor him in that. So every time that I believe the Word of God, I'm believing my Heavenly Father. I'm believing in His goodness. I'm believing in His character. Mm-hmm. I know that my God would not tell me one thing and then and then not give it to me. He's not going to say, I'm going to give you bread and then turn it into a stone instead, give me a rock instead. He is going to give me what is good because that is who he is. So when we come to the name it and claim it thing, if God has revealed a promise to you in his word, if it is quickened to you, then it's got your name on it. Yeah. And do you claim it? Absolutely, because otherwise it sits in your bank account and never gets spent. <laughs> That's right. You know, so you, right. you definitely need to put a claim on it. And I think that um, in the Word of Faith movement years ago, it was such a blessing from God. And yet there were, you know, extremes just like in any movement. But we need to be careful not to throw the baby out with the bathwater right. mm-hmm. because God was giving the body something very precious in that day. But I think for, for today, I think we probably need to put our name on a lot more than what we have, and we need to claim a lot more than what we have by using our faith to believe in what God has said, believing the truth and that the truth will usurp a fact and will usurp a lie anytime. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's where decrees are so powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one thing my pastor, he went to be with the Lord a few years ago, but it's Pastor David T. DeMola in New Jersey. He was a he was a mentor of mine, but he used to say, oh, people say it's just name it and claim it. And he goes, but I tell you what, I'll claim anything that my God has named. Whatever he has named in the word of God, I will claim it. And I used to love it, you know, and we get a rise out of everybody. But it's just it's just so true. Like a, a, a scripture, um, not a not a scripture, but a conviction of mine is that when I'm reading the word, and I'm seeing his promises and I'm seeing what's available. My heart cries out, God, I want everything that you died for me to mm-hmm. have. And I want to be yes. free from everything you died for me to be free from. Lord, I want to walk. Yes. I want to walk in the fullness. And that's not selfish. That's not, uh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a prayer that I believe the Lord loves and honors. I want everything that you died for me to have, everything that you spilled your blood for me to have. You broke your body. I want everything. And I want to be free from everything you died for me to be free from. I want the fullness 
in this life. And there's and there's a hunger there and there's a power in the word of God. You know, the Bible says that his word is living and powerful and sharper than a double-edged sword. You know, so we know that the word of God is powerful. The, the whole earth may pass away, but the word of God will forever live. And this is this is such a powerful truth. And I just feel like even right now in my heart that those who are listening right now, there's there's many who are hungry and maybe they didn't grow up in a church or have the influence of believers, pastors, leaders that put a strong emphasis on the word of God and and feeding themselves the word of God and really learning how to engage the word themselves. What would you say to maybe a young believer, someone who's been in the church for a while but really hasn't grasped this truth? How would, How could they practically begin to engage this? Well, I would say, for, uh, first of all, just pray and ask God to open up your eyes, the eyes of your understanding. That's mm. what the Apostle Paul prayed over the church at Ephesus in Ephesians 1, uh, 17 to 19 is a great portion that you could meditate on and then pray the same prayer over your own life. But then begin to read the Word, especially the New Testament, mm-hmm. and grab hold of those promises. Write them down. Ask God to quicken them for you. And then Meditate on his nature. That's like everything that we see in the word will point us back to Jesus and to relationship that we have with him and through him to the Father. And so I would just say meditate on those until they become real in your life. Um, And especially if you've got a situation that is a challenging situation for you right now, Go to the Lord and say, Lord, how do you feel about this? What is your word on this? Because I want to believe your word over this circumstance. And then search the scriptures to see what he has spoken and write those words down and begin to decree them into your situation. And I know that we're talking about um, the subject of decree. And of course, my book uh, has just come out, Mm -hmm. The Power of the Decree, I believe would have a lot of insight in it for new believers, and it's actually um, got uh, devotions in it. So if decreeing is new to you, and if if following, like living by mm-hmm. the promises of God is new to you, I think this book would be of big help, not only for the teaching, but also because of the devotions and the actual decrees that are in there for you, yeah. um, the power of the decree. Amen. Um, I would love to close out this time with prayer and there's absolute freedom however you feel led to minister but um, I just know there's people who are hurting that feel defeated that um, maybe they, they feel like there's a mountain in front of them and it's impossible to climb or it's impossible to speak to that mountain and cast it into the sea and um, they're just overwhelmed you know I just sense that in my heart and I would love to just give this yeah, opportunity yeah. for you Patricia to really minister as you feel led yeah, and uh, Michael, right away, as you were uh, you know, talking about this ministry time, mm-hmm. I'm getting really clearly, and this could be for more than one person, but it's for someone in particular, mm-hmm. is that you are between jobs right now because of uh, the day, you know, the hour that we're in right now, you were actually laid off your job with no promise of being reinstated. Mm. It's not like after, you know, the quarantine and everything, you're going to get it back. You were actually axed and your position was, has been axed. And it left you in a very vulnerable position um, emotionally um, because you you don't know what your future has, has in store for you. But what I see in my spirit is I see Jesus standing right in front of you with his hand on your shoulder. I see a very clear vision of it right now. And he's saying, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. 
And what I see uh, him doing is causing you to rest in him and trust him because something is coming for you. And if you look to Jesus every single day, he will be enough for you every single day because God plus nothing equals everything that you need. But a breakthrough is coming. Something new is coming. He's going to deliver you from fear and, uh, and you're going to be on track for what he has for you. So Father, I just pray not only for that person, but anyone else, Lord God, that might be facing a similar situation or the same kind of vulnerability, but in a different area of their life. And I decree over them. Jesus, that no weapon formed against them prospers, that every tongue that rises up against them in judgment, they condemn, and that you, Lord Jesus, are the stability of their times, and you will work everything together for good on their behalf, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And even as you were praying, I saw a picture in my heart of a key um, unlocking, unlocking an individual's heart. And I just believe that this is a key. You know, the word of God, the power of decree, but also spending time, devotional time with the Lord in his word, you know, meditating on the word, speaking the word, singing the word, declaring the word, that this is a key that's going to unlock the desires that are inside of your heart. And so I just thank you, Father, for this key. It's a kingdom key. And I just thank you, Lord, that every single heart listening to this that is longing for more, that is longing for breakthrough, that is hungry for your promises. They're sick of living below what you've died for them to have. They're sick of living without when everything is available to them, Lord. And I just thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that their hearts would be ignited and that they would see you afresh. They would see you anew. And I just pray right now, and I've prayed this over people's hearts before. And a friend of mine was just like, wow, man, I just, there's people that, that, um, I really, I'm, I'm feeling this right now that you haven't picked up the word in a long time. Um, the word of God is boring to you right now. You just, it does, it seems dull. It seems dry, but I just pray right now that an, a fresh hunger for the word of God would ignite your heart. That when you opened up the word, you would get revelation like never before. And that you would, ne- that you wouldn't be able to put the book down. Just like when you first got saved and you were in that romance, first love, I pray that that would come back again in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just received that by faith. Yes. And I thank you, Lord, for that. Yes, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. P- Patricia, <laughs> how? so so you, you mentioned your book. How do people get a copy of your book, and how could they get more plugged in and connected with your ministry online? Yeah, probably the best way, Michael, is for them to just go um, on our website, go to patriciaking.com, mm-hmm. and um, everything, you know, every aspect of what we're involved in is is there for them. Um, if they go to the resource store, that's where they can pick up the book, um, mm-hmm. the power of the decree. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would love to build relationship with them. Awesome. And I know you're always on social media, you're releasing videos, you're doing online conferences and people could really, if they follow you on social media, really glean a lot of amazing insight as well. And on YouTube, they could watch your show and many videos as well. Right. That's right. And also uh, Facebook is Patricia King page is our public page mm-hmm. and uh, YouTube. Um, my channel is Patricia King. I love to be able to feed, uh, feed the body through social yeah. media. It's just such a blessing, isn't it? Yeah. You've done an incredible job of that for years. And so thank you so much, Patricia. You are a mother in the faith. You have an apostolic anointing. It is incredible to learn from you, glean from you and talk to you today. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Michael. <laughs> it's always an honor. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to Awaken Podcast. Uh, go ahead, rate, uh, so, you know, subscribe, review the podcast so we can get this out to more people so they can be encouraged, blessed, and strengthened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast.